0: Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. This show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. This is Tony Flynn from Tony Flynn Mortgages. I'll be helping first-time buyers, homeowners and home movers keep mortgages simple by providing key information, hints and tips and answering your questions. On the episode of the Scottish Mortgage Podcast today... I'll be answering one of the key questions that, that crops up, and that is, I need to sell to raise my deposit, will this cause any problems? So what this, what's going on here is someone who already owns their, their property in their home, and they're looking to move house, but they don't have any money available for deposit, they're using the equity in their existing home to buy their next home. This is really, really common, and it's the way that most people do business when they're moving house. They use the equity in their home as the down payment for their next property, but they don't actually physically have that cash. So where the concern comes in is how do they prove that they've got that money? Well, there's a number of ways to do this. It's not an issue to go down this route, and because it is the most common route to go down, what you're looking out for is the sale price of your current property, the outstanding loan and any charges. And what I mean by charges, if there's any anybody else that's got a handle or a tie on the property. So if you've got any secured loans on it, if when you bought the loan, you used a, a scheme like the government lift scheme, the help to buy scheme, something along these lines where you need to pay the government back their money. Something common that, that happens um or that did happen in the past was um, in the new build industry, there was a lot of help to buy schemes, helping people go onto the property ladder, saving a lot of money each month and able to buy brand new houses with a 5% deposit. And it was seen for some people as a no-brainer at the time. But what then happens when they go to sell is they need to pay that money back to the, the government. So what the what would happen in that scenario is you take the sale price minus everything else that's got to be repaid, like the mortgage, anybody else that sold money, the solicitors and all of these kind of things, and whatever is left in there, that can be used to contribute to the deposit. But you need to be able to prove that. So what sometimes lenders will be asking for is a copy of the memorandum of sale. This is when someone has placed an offer on your property and you've accepted it. So that... Will show what you're actually getting for it. And what they'll do is they'll deduct any of the costs and they'll use that as evidence for the, the deposit that you're going to be putting down. The solicitors will also do that. So if you see if you're using the same solicitor for the full transaction, keeps things really, really straightforward. If you're using the same solicitor to sell as you are to buy, because they'll have all the everything on hand and they'll have all of the figures that is needed. And they'll be able to communicate that to the, the lender. Some lenders will actually allow you to use the potential sale value of your house. Now, where that can come in handy is, let's say, for example, you're, you're buying a new built home and that's not going to be ready for six months or nine months down the line. And you need to reserve it. You can reserve that property, apply for your mortgage based on the future sale price of the, the property using an estimated valuation from an estate agent or the the home report of the property if you've already got that. Even if the property is not listed yet, you can use that equity to to evidence the deposit. And then it would be your responsibility to make sure you're actually going to get enough money to cover the deposit. In this scenario, you might want to consider how you, you plan signing the contracts with the solicitor because you've not actually sold your house yet. You might want to actually consider how you, you sign those contracts. But that's another way that you can verify it. Alternatively, and what seems to and what is an option for people is, and especially when, when people are buying so far in advance in the new build industry, it happens quite often where people will sell their home first and then buy further down the line. And what that will do is that will be able to show you once the house sale's gone through how much money you're actually left with. And that's really, really easy to prove to the, the lenders is where the funds, firstly where the funds came from, and that the funds are there and readily available to spend on your deposit. So yeah, there's there's plenty of options. It's very common. It's not anything that you need to be worried about. Lenders know what happens, solicitor knows it happens, so mock mortgage brokers. So if that's the way that you're planning to buy your next home, don't be concerned about it because it will be straightforward for anyone in the process who have came across it many times before. So I hope you found that useful. If that sit- situation is uh, relevant to you, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow and subscribe for more questions answered and for more hints and tips on the mortgage industry. Cheers.